Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let Go and Let God. Let go and let God always let him lead. Whatever faces us, he is all we need. Let go and let God show us the way You're listening to Let Go and Let God. I'm your host, Art Siriano. Each week, we begin the program with a word about prayer. Why? Because prayer is how we build a relationship with Jesus. Through prayer, we can talk to Jesus anytime we wish about anything on our minds. As our relationship with Him grows, we soon learn how to let go and let God, meaning we give Him all that is troubling us and we let Him handle it. When we do, we find ourselves living a life free of worry, fear, or anxiety, and instead full of peace and contentment. So if you're struggling with your faith, have doubts, or lack faith, please keep listening because together we'll get you to a better place. On today's show, we will have a very special guest, Unexus Quintana. Unexus recently completed the RCIA program and converted to Catholicism. Soon we'll hear from her as she shares this extraordinarily spiritual experience. But first, I wanted to speak with you about today's topic, doing something for others. As Christians, we come across many verses in the Bible that speak of doing things for others. But in today's fast-paced world, oftentimes before we think of others, we think of ourselves. Frankly, that is not the Christian way. In the Bible, it says, Luke chapter 6, verse 31, And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. We all want to be treated nicely by others, along with kindness, generosity, courtesy, and respect. The Bible verse tells us that if this is how we want others to treat us, then we must treat them the same way. Doing something for others can be simple things like holding the door open for someone behind you who is entering a building you're about to enter. You're in the supermarket and you witness an elderly person having difficulty getting an item off the top shelf. Employ kindness and get the item, hand it to them, and do it with a smile. Throughout each day, there are so many opportunities where we can do something for others. Matthew said it best, Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This is known as the golden rule, and it makes so much sense because if we all treated others as we wanted them to treat us, what would the world be like? A place with no hatred, violence, prejudices, and no wars. Unfortunately, not everyone would agree with this concept. However, through our Christian faith, we can make a difference. Each of us needs to remember that as Christians, following the ways of our Lord, we must love everyone, be kind to everyone, and do whatever we can for those in need. Doing something for others should become part of our daily Christian life, with us willing to do whatever we can for others, whether it's that simple act of holding a door open, or helping a person who is struggling financially, or helping to take care of someone suffering from a chronic disease. Whatever the need a person has, we should put ourselves last, just as Jesus did, and make doing something for others a priority in our lives. When we do, God not only notices, but also rewards us. 
In the Bible, it says, Luke chapter 6, verse 38, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. With the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Doing something for others is an important part of living life as a Christian. As we talk more about doing something for others, remember as we go about our day to notice those who may have a need. Help that handicapped person cross the street or get into their car. When we see a driver having a hard time entering a busy intersection, stop and let them go in front of us. Yes, these acts are small, but they will make a huge difference. Not only will we make someone happy, but we will also feel good and most importantly, we'll be pleasing our Lord. The first song I'm going to play today is based on the metaphor, God is Light, which is also the title of the song. Light represents all that is good, such as love, happiness, good health, and more. Looking at God as light makes sense because all that is good comes from God. Please listen now to my song, God is Light.
Listening to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about me, email me your questions, or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows, go to my website at www.artsuriano.com or find me on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com. And now I'd like to introduce a very special guest. Her name is Unexus Quintana. What is unique about Unexus is that this year she decided to convert to Catholicism, which required her to undergo religious education and receive the sacraments. This was an extraordinary experience, and we're going to talk with her about that now. Please welcome Unexus Quintana. Hi, Unexus. Welcome to Let Go and Let God. How are you today? Hey, Art. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm doing wonderful. Excited about our interview. Well, it's my pleasure. Let's begin with you telling us a little bit about yourself and how you decided to become a Catholic. Absolutely. I grew up in a mixed faith household, um, but the base of my religious experience as a child and a young adult was Catholicism. Um, And as an adult, I sort of grew into this lack of faith, uh, atheism. I was very outspoken about how I was not a believer, and life led me in a different direction uh, as I got older. And there was this real deep desire to find my spirituality and sort of reconcile myself with God. Mm-hmm. And I did um, in the way that I started praying more without sort of any instruction, but I felt like I needed some sort of structure and some sort of direction. And Sacred Heart Church bells are very loud. Yes, they are. And I ended up moving about a block away from the church and the church bells uh, felt like a calling and a direct message from God. And I ended up going there and I met with a community that is absolutely beautiful and faithful. And and Father Kevin is really there um, for the spiritual sort of heightening of everybody that attends the church. And it felt like home. And so I asked him uh, if we could do RCIA classes. And that hadn't happened at Sacred Heart in a very long time. I think it's something Upwards of 90, 100 years, I think, Art. (laughs) I understand you were the first catechumen in 30 years. Yeah. So that's a long time. Yeah, I think the first adult one in in longer than that. Probably, Um, yes. So, you know, it was a special experience. I felt um, welcomed there, and um, I initiated myself into Catholicism again, and I'm so happy that I made that decision. Great. Well, why don't you walk us through the steps and stages you went through to fulfill your goal of becoming a Catholic? Yeah, absolutely. Um, It started with a question. I asked Father Kevin if this is something that we can do, and he sort of got the wheels turning. Mm -hmm. And I was really lucky to have made a strong connection with two of our parishioners, Mercedes and Ricky Avello, and Mercedes sponsored me. Um, Mm -hmm. She sort of uh, put herself down for that, and I'm I'm grateful. So we went through the RCIA program, which were weekly meetings where we would discuss scripture and sacraments and sort of the basis of our 
faith as Catholics and why we practice the way that we practice and why we do the things that we do. And that led me to my baptism and confirmation and receiving the Holy Eucharist. And here we are today. That's right. Well, on a personal basis, was this something you could share with your family and friends? And if so, how did they react? I was blessed. I was blessed in that I never felt like I couldn't share it. And it wasn't always received great. Um, There's sort of this stigma about the Catholic Church that my friends were shocked Mm -hmm. um, that I joined and that this was the religious order that I chose to follow. And, And I was okay with that. I understood that while also understanding that this was where I found God and where I found the Holy Spirit and my family the same, right? We have different ways of believing in God, but we all believe in God and we've we found um, communion in that, even though we're all practicing differently. And and I'm blessed. I'm blessed in that I was able to to share this with them and continue to share it with them. Good. All right. Yeah. So you've talked a little bit about the Easter Vigil, yeah. during which time you were baptized and received confirmation and the Holy Eucharist. Mm-hmm. I was there and so proud of you watching you receive the sacraments. <laughs> what memories do you have that you'd like to share about that evening? Oh, so many. Um, that was, it really felt like a life changing. I felt like I was getting married. Um, <laughs> it was, it was, it felt like such a big deal to me. Um, and it was a big deal spiritually for me. Of course. Um, there was this one portion where Father Kevin asked everyone to extend their hands and and pray over me, and it was a very physical mm-hmm. um, feeling for me. There was very much a very live spirit there, and I remember in that moment sort of being overwhelmed and, and crying and emotional because there was these people there, both family, friends, and strangers that were genuinely praying for the well-being of my spirit, and... Uh, that was that was very impactful to me. I think about that at least once a day. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my favorite part of that evening. Nice. Mm. You know, we talk a lot on this program about people struggling with their faith. I went through that for years before 2010. Mm. Many people don't understand the importance of attending church or the need to pray to the Lord. As someone who has become part of our Christian faith, what advice do you have for anyone trying to become closer to the Lord while dealing with doubts and uncertainty about their faith? I think routine is important. Praying even when you don't want to. Having conversations with God that might not seem like godly conversations. Have them anyway with Him when you're angry, when you're doubtful, when you're upset. Mm-hmm. Um, in that moment, instead of shying away from Him, do the opposite. So do everything that you don't want to do exactly when you don't want to exactly. do it. Um, even if you don't feel it, because at, at some end, you'll end up finding God. God will meet you where you are. That's true. Um, whether you believe in Him in that moment or you don't, or you're angry, express those things. He's there for that. Jesus is there for that. And that's that's how we're blessed as Christians. We're able to to communicate directly with our, our Lord and Savior and, and find some sort of solace in that. And he meets us there. Yes. Always, yeah. Well, thank you so much. Sure. Her name, once again, is Unexus Quintana, and you can find her every Sunday worshiping as a Catholic <laughs> at Sacred Heart Church, the church with the bells in yeah. North Bergen. <laughs> Thanks so much, Unexus, for being on the program today and sharing this wonderful experience. Thank you, Art, for having this program for so many of us and for having me on today. You're very welcome. As we continue talking about doing something for others, how does that tie into prayer? Well, there are many ways. First, what comes to mind is that we should pray for others. Pray for those who you know are sick. 
Pray for someone you know who has lost their job and is having a difficult time finding a new one. Pray for someone who has lost a loved one and has been having a hard time dealing with their loss. Pray for someone you know who is going through a bad breakup, either a relationship or marriage, and is emotionally drained. There are so many reasons we can pray for others. We can pray to Jesus to open our eyes to help others in need. As I said earlier, today we are living in a fast-paced world, and it is not necessarily by choice. But many of us are so caught up with our own needs, we tend not to notice others. Pray to Jesus and ask his guidance to let us see those we can help. Doing something for others is not a one-time thing, but is ongoing, for it is very much a part of our Christian lives. The next song I'm going to play has an important message. As Christians, we must all love our Lord and trust him as well. The song is called, I Trust in You. When I wrote this song, I thought about those days when I had very little faith and went about my business without Jesus in my life. And then, after finding my faith and building a relationship with him, how much better life is, because I trust that he will take care of me, and he does. Please listen now to my song, I Trust in You.
to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about me, email me your questions, or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows, go to my website at www.artsuriano.com or find me on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com. According to the church calendar, today is the 12th Sunday in Ordinary Time. In today's gospel, Jesus speaks to the apostles and says, Fear no one. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. Jesus is telling the apostles that they need not have any fear, for one could never quench the power of the Spirit. God the Father cares for the smallest of all creatures and cares deeply for each of them with his strength and his love. I chose an alternate psalm for today, Psalm 95. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. What this psalm is telling us is that God speaks to us far more than we realize. He wants to communicate with us directly and often, but we can choose to harden our hearts when we are full of fear and disbelief or become preoccupied with life's issues. And writing the music for this psalm, I chose to use the ancient text supported by full orchestration. Please listen now to my version of Psalm 95. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us sing joyfully to the acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing psalms to him. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. If In the desert, when your father's time. 
You're listening to Let Go and Let God with your host, Art Suriano. If you would like to learn more about me, email me your questions, or listen to the music you are hearing on these shows, go to my website at www.artsuriano.com or find me on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or Apple. That's www.artsuriano.com. Each week, we conclude with a special message or story from God's Corner. This is titled, Noah's Ark. Everything I need to know, I learned from Noah's Ark. Don't miss the boat. Remember that we are all in the same boat. Plan ahead. It wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. Stay fit. When you're 60 years old, someone may ask you to do something really big. Don't listen to critics. Just get on with the job that needs to be done. Build your future on high ground. For safety's sake, travel in pairs. Speed isn't always an advantage. The snails were on board with the cheetahs. When you're stressed, float a while. Remember, the ark was built by amateurs, the Titanic by professionals. No matter the storm, when you are with God, there's always a rainbow waiting. Well, that's all the time we have today on Let Go and Let God. You'll find me every week right here on this podcast channel. I would like to thank my special guest, Unexus Quintana, for being part of today's show. Reach out to Jesus this week and pray. Talk to him now and talk to him like he is your best friend. There's nothing you can't tell him, and he does listen. Get to church and start building a relationship with the Lord. Have a blessed week, and I look forward to seeing you all next week right here on Let Go and Let God.